0: Hi everyone! Welcome back to Thinking Aloud, a podcast of Boys to Men Foundation, where we discuss lots of interesting topics and where we just chill and have a good time. My name is Richard Nzeku, and today I have two amazing guests with me, Femi Akinsheye and Comfort Ademola. And today we're going to be talking compatibility, and the title of this segment is called "Made for Each Other" or "Make for Each Other." Do both of you believe that people are actually made for each other? So I,
1: I do believe that people are made for each other. I just don't believe that one person is made for one person. Do you understand what I'm saying? People are, people are made for each other, but it is not one, it is not uh, Richard is made, made for comfort and that is everything. No. I think that there are specific things that makes comfort what comfort is. And those there are specific things that make Richard who Richard is and these things are available in like so many other different people so if for instance i also possess the same qualities as richard if if richard was made for comfort essentially i can fit that position as well so i was also made for comfort Do you get what i'm saying so it is not one person being made for one person it is one personality or one uh quality set made for another quality set And the reason why i believe in this is because i think that partnerships like relationships should be very complementary um so for instance it will make no sense if i am a bullish feisty aggressive person and then i go ahead into a relationship with somebody who's also bullish and feisty and aggressive that is not complementary so I, i don't think that i was made for that person do you, do you get my, my own perspective? That's that's where I think the trick is, right? I don't believe in the fact that one person just made for one person because at the end of the day, if that's the case, once you lose that one person, then you should just be single for the rest of your life. I, I don't believe in that, you know, which is the reason why even in the Bible times, as far back as Bible times, there were men who were polygamous and still were recognized by God. If we think about it in religious context, that is. So the same creator that, well, I believe you, you know, that created people, created one man, and then the man ends up with three wives, even in those things, like Abraham, for instance, had Sarah and then eventually had um, Haggai. And then, you know, we had a couple of all these instances where like, I think it was Jacob that had Leah and then Rachel. So if it was just one man to one woman, in that instance, how does that make sense? But i think it's just personality you know
2: thank you so much for that i think that you really taught me something which i so much agree right now from what you said by saying that you believe some people are made for each other but there is nothing like one person is made for only one person and that is it alone else there will be so many people that will not find their husband in the world today why did i say that let's assume two people are in a relationship and then just didn't work out so it means that because the woman had missed that one person then she would you know she would be or married forever (laughs) so that would be um tricky okay but then made and make i think there are two different there are two different verbs and though they almost have the same root word but in this context they mean two different things make is like saying that this is progressive present things, right? And I'm, I'm trying to look at it from this context. Let me talk more on the make path, you know, looking at the Bible's perspective, the Bible says that it is not good that the man should be alone. That's Genesis 2, 18. I w- let's make a woman that is just fit for him. Now that's what make there looks like saying this woman is not 100% perfect, right? There is a making process. She may not be like 100% everything you want. She has flaws, right? She has areas of improvement, but you need to make her to be fit right for who you want her to be. Okay So no matter how compatible two people are, there are two different individuals, different backgrounds, different experiences, different upbringings, different temperaments and perspectives to life, right? uh and then you need to learn how to live with another person how to tolerate other people how to make them better at whatever or whoever they are. so that is the part of the make so i think that i would tilt towards the make more than the made so i think that people are make for each other not made for each other so that's that's my own perspective
1: Yes, I agree. I actually agree with you. I I guess I didn't just get to that part when I was talking. So um, initially, um, while I say I believe that people are made for each other, um, after you have found the person that is made for you, in one instance or in another instance or in the multiple instances that you have found them, You still then need to do a lot of work into making that happen, making the relationship work. First, harnessing those qualities, because like I I mentioned, you know, it's a quality, quality thing. You know, uh, this person has these qualities, then X person has another set of qualities, and then they were made for each other. Makes sense. Okay, how do you even find those qualities in the first place? And then how do you utilize them to benefit each other? How do you understand that? How do you, in what instances are you patient? How do you compromise for things that are not available? You know, those are the, that's the making process, which is the reason why you would find two people who were made for each other, but don't work. In the sense of you think about how how complimentary they are. These guys are on paper, very great, but they don't work because um, nobody's willing to do the hard work of actually making the thing work.
0: If we take, let's say we have a case study of a couple that let's say, you know, they lived a very long life together and they stayed together. All let's say they were married like 60 years or something. And, you know, on paper, everything was like a textbook example, the perfect example of the perfect couple, right? It would be easy to say, oh, they were made for each other. You know, like they made everything work. But in my opinion, I don't really subscribe to that uh, position of, oh, this person was made for me because I feel like that is just a romanticized concept that we love to say if you, you know, if you find somebody you really vibe with you're like, oh, God sent this person to me, they're made just for me. I don't really pay too much attention to that because as we've all said, okay, that's fine, but there's work to be done. The, ma- the meat of the marriage is the make for each other, And I feel like that is where, as you said, Femi, that's why you can find people who, okay, you could say they're made for each other, but they don't last because nobody put in the work that they were required to put in. So I also, I lean more towards the make for each other because that is everything. It's not enough to just be the perfect couple on paper. And then nobody knows all the crap that goes on deep inside the marriage. And you know, these days you see the divorce rates have skyrocketed. You know, I like to a lot of times I always look at celebrities because it seems like every day you find celebrity couples are splitting up. And I ask myself, I'm like, these are the same people who, you know, they were very happy to, you know, show the world that they were were in love with each other and everything. And, you know, it's nice when you're in love, like everything is rosy, it's perfect. But then why didn't why didn't it work? You know? were they not made for each other or because you can definitely it'll seem like they were made for each other but then how come they didn't work i feel that is because the make part was lacking so i subscribe more to the make than the made i feel like that is just the made is just a romanticized version that sounds good i i, I do actually believe that um one of the
1: biggest reasons why we have like increased divorce rates and i'm sorry um um comfort um One of the reasons why we're having like increased divorce rates, uh, which would then contrast your opinion a little little bit, is that people don't pay so much attention to actually the made for each other part. Which is the reason why I, I personally think that it should be a healthy blend of both. You need to you need to do the work of finding who is actually made for you, and then do the extra work of making it work. But I think that a lot of people, especially with modern progressionist teachings, a lot of people forget about the make-for-each-other part. You know, everybody says, oh yeah, you can make it work, anything, anybody can work, if you find somebody can work. I don't believe so. I don't subscribe to that school of thought because I think that there are important things for you to look out for that show you that, hey, this person was actually made for me. For instance, like I mentioned, complementary personality types, complementary skills, um, ability to sort of understand each other those are things that you can find without even dating someone you can begin to understand from just conversations and then you can begin to filter out and say hey no I don't think I don't think this person and I can go on but what is what's currently going on in the world is well, it doesn't matter who you are I'm going to make you work it's about me making it work and you hear this from a lot of these motivational speakers you say you have to do the work you have to do the work that is great but then you have to also find somebody that you can actually work on because there are people who you 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 will find couples who both of them are excellent at putting in the work and they put in all the work and it still doesn't work that is because they're not made for each other do you think about two people who are very um driven and have very high ambitions right you know one wants to become like the president of the country another one wants to become the ceo of the biggest um global conglomerate. two of them are going to be working so hard individually in their lives such that they wouldn't really have time for each other that's not to say They'll will, they will be trying their best, but today one is in the Netherlands having meetings with ambassadors, the second one is in Portugal trying to sign a business deal. They can find very little time for each other. It's not because they don't want to make it work. They, they're just not complimentary. You get what I'm saying? So I think that that part still has to, a lot of attention still has to be made and um, paid to looking for somebody who's made friends.
2: Okay, um, I think I do like the paradigm that Femi is coming from. It's really spot on for me right now, because uh, to be honest with you, when people say they are in love, right, most of the thing is specifically the euphoria that comes with it. It's just the emotional, you know, roller coaster that time, and they didn't really watch out for are we really compatible you know like and i understand that it's really a tough work because to be honest with you it's very possible to love someone that at the end of the day you are not really made for each other like you are not compatible but you just like the person maybe based on the exterior maybe you know all, all of those personal we all have personal um personal spec specifications that we've set for ourselves. But I think marriage is beyond love because people had loved each other and it still didn't work. So I kind of agree with what Femi said. Then the other paradigm, the other side of the the paradigm, looking at it from the other side of the frame, is that for people that are already made for each other, they love each other, they are compatible, just like Richard has said, then they need to do the extra work. Someone said, one of the, one preacher said, I don't want to really mention her name. I don't know if it's be appropriate. She said that marriage is hard work and you really need to do a lot of work because love is like relationship is like a fire that when it's kindled at the beginning, it burns really fast, really high, loud. You know, the fire of love is really on the on the increase on the eyesight But after a while, it begins to die down. But if you really want it to keep burning, like the fire keep burning you need to rekindle refuel put in more uh wood and all of those things to make the fire to really you know continue to burn right so it also comes with hard work for me specifically there are so many uh, married women people that have done 60 years anniversary 20 years anniversary 25 and all that and whenever they come out to give their testimony of how far they've gone and how they were able to do that they keep saying Well, we have our tough times, we have our differences, our disagreements period, but we were able to compromise and get things to work. So I see that aspect as the making and the other aspects as the made, which Femi mentioned that is very important and I agree with him totally.
0: You know, Femi, after listening to you uh, give your example, I actually agree with you because I also, I really, I firmly believe in balance in a relationship, especially in compatibility, there needs to be, as you said, it's complementary. You know, you can't have two clashing personality types or two clashing ways of life. There needs to be a balance. So something, sometimes some things have to give, you know, you know, it's like, it has to balance itself out. But, and I appreciate what you said because the way I used, the way I was looking at the made for each other part is like, and why I said it's romanticized is because I was, You know when people just say people i feel like they have this way of looking at oh this person like god just brought them to me like they're the perfect package already and that's why our relationship worked and that that, to me i'm just like i don't believe that and that's why i said it's romanticized because it's not that you know it's that they okay fine you may have been compatible in a lot of areas where it's like the the gain is greater than the loss so to speak But okay, after that, as Comfort said, that is where the work now starts. So, and I actually agree with what both of you are saying. It's just that I was thinking before, I I just didn't agree with how people say, oh, this person was just made for me. And that's, that's all. We just made it work like that. No.
1: If I I were to share a personal example, right? I would say that I I would have subscribed to that school of thought based on my own personal relationship which i'm sure that comfort knows very well already so my partner and i will be getting married soon we're sort of born exactly the same day the same year the same month that is one of the one of one of the best things that people always talk about like oh you find somebody who like it's like your twin complimentary personality in almost every way like from the from the outset you know she's beautiful she she's kind she's my all those things i could easily say oh yeah we're made for each other god just brought her to rule no
0: yeah exactly that's what i No, Mm. no
1: yeah i love her she loved me i mean there was a spark there was a connection from the outset. but all of that that was when we just started the work to then figure out if we are compatible are we medically compatible for one uh personality type what kind of personality do you have are you calm because i'm i for instance i'm quite aggressive and I don't mean aggressive in the sense or in the violent way because like when people hear aggressive the first thing they think about is violence it's just um like the way that I talk you know it's like uh confrontational sort of um so she can't be that kind of person if if it we were to work so that's something i then i had to start paying attention to is she soft spoken i like to talk a lot does she listen um is, is she the kind of person who's organized because i'm disorganized or is, is she the kind of person who is who can't keep a shelter? because for me i like to do things at the last minute these are the things that we started to figure out before we then determined oh you know what i think i love this woman now we can do it now we can tell the story and tell tell people we were made for each other but really no, we, we had to actually figure out whether we were made for each other. And that's work. That's not, that's not you sleep and you wake up and you dream of the woman and then you think, oh, I, I dreamt of you last night. It's so good. Well, I'll give you guys a couple of months and then, you know, you come back to your senses.
2: Yeah, and Femi, I think that the, the uh, bad part of it now is for people to say, uh, this person is made for me. And you can glaringly see that There are areas of conflict, like you can see it, but because you just feel that I'm made for this person, we love each other, and then you still went ahead. Ah, okay. I'm sorry, your story that touched the (laughs) (laughs) arts.
0: Yeah, balance is key. Balance is key. Yeah, I was
1: going to say that relationships of finding partners is 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 difficult and I think that society, we all as society needs to do more work, we need to do more work in educating ourselves in, in the areas of what actually needs to be done. And this is the fault of a lot of things, you know, um, media and how, like you mentioned, the romanticized and, you know, made for Asian people, for, you know, nobody ever tells you the work that goes behind it. And which is what yeah. we then need yeah. to consciously, intentionally do right now i think that things are sort of really changing because well maybe it's just my circle but the people that i follow and look up to you know they actually talk about the work the work that goes into and that's what what we well i I guess that's why we're doing this right um people need to just talk more you know about the work that actually goes into figuring each other out at you know figuring out whether they, they were made for each other and then making the thing work People need to talk about that more. It's like Instagram. You think about the way people just post, you know, when they go out and they look nice, um, when their house has just been newly cleaned, um, when they travel to the United States, you know, those things, that, that's what they post. But people actually never post when their salary is finished and they are texting their guy to ask for urgent uh, Gen People never post when their room, bedroom is disorganized. And these are the stories that actually make the things work. These are the real stories that make who we are. So I think that we, we, we just need to do much more work We're putting out the work that goes behind making that relationship work.
2: Okay, but I think I have I have a question and it just came to my mind that how about these two people, why they were cutting, they were really made for each other, like they've done the work, they've found out that, okay, there's a lot of compatibilities and all of that. And when they enter into the into the relationship, right, one person was trying to to make like to make it work, and the other person just changed, right? Because I was looking at the fact that divorce is on the high side currently in this our generation. Uh, and I think to a large extent, it's, it's also boils down to maybe impatience or inability to really understand the other person. But what about you are patient enough, right? You are trying your best. But one person is doing all the work and the other person is not. What do we do?
1: Um, there's no, there's really, like you mentioned, there's no hard and rule to this. There's no, it's no black and white, black or white, right? Because I think that, I mean, cases are peculiar and you know, you can't just give a generic, general answer. But maybe maybe, maybe that's a flaw that I have, but I, th- I, I like to look at relationships uh, as the same, whether it's a business relationship, whether it's a familial relationship, whether it's a love situation or a friendship is the same there's a contractual agreement there are breaches to this contract and so what these breaches depending on the type of breach, can then determine um the the how the relationship moves forward but I think that if you think about it in context of a business relationship let's say Richard and I um start together and we say oh Richard is a good um, um developer I'm good with products and like ideating and like, like business partnerships and stuff. Let's collaborate on this particular project. And we, we started off together. He put in the hard work to build um, the tools that were going to be necessary. I put in the hard work to get the partners together to do the marketing that is necessary to get the product to market. And then we eventually launched. And then somehow um, Richard is not doing as much hard work as he should do. Um, would, would, would you say we should quit the company and then and then throw the company to the B? Because this is gonna be a profitable company, right? You're putting the work, you, you still are putting the work in. Will you throw your company away because Richard has refused to put in the work? The way that I see it, it is your company. So you still have to carry on the work. What, what I think that needs to be done is to figure out what the motivating factor was for Richard at the time when he was putting in the work and then trying to get him, because that's why it's a a companionship, you know, it's a companionship, you help each other. So, you know, Richard, you've worked with him, you've seen that this guy can actually do the work. There was, this guy put in maybe two years, three years of work trying to build these tools and he built it and that's what we launched to market. This guy had a motivation at that time. I'm gonna gonna work hard to find it, to make sure that the company continues to run. That is not to say we don't have breaking points do. I probably not speak about that right now because it's a different subject. But I think that not many people are willing to do the work. We think we want to do the work, but we we really don't because the work is about you, it's not about your partner. It's not about your partner at all. It's about the work that you do. Your partner, yes, needs to put in the work because it takes two to tango. But if you think about the relationships, the best kind of relationship, think about you and your kid, for instance, your child, and when your child is not doing stuff right, are you going to toss them to the, to the gutters? No. You're going to help them figure out what the right thing is to do. And so if you can do that for your child, yes, we know that this person is an adult, they should be able to figure themselves out, but that's why you are in marriage.
2: Help. Do the work, but you have to continue to do the work. Spot on family. thank you. I just want to say that, finally, if we can Pull in the work, maybe we would not have been too much in the haste to let go of that wonderful relationship, right? Once we understand that we have found the person we are made for carefully and in there, we keep working continuously.
0: Thank you so much, guys. I think that was a great discussion. And Femi, thank you for your expert analysis and helping, at least you helped me. Yeah. like (laughs) a different perspective or a more nuanced perspective on the issue and comfort thank you as well for sharing um and i think you summed it up very well at the end so thank you both so much thanks for having us
2: all right thank you thank you so much
0: thinking aloud is a production of boys to men foundation